Hi, and welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and in this podcast, we offer expert advice and practical strategies so you can experience more sexual pleasure. We use explicit language, and nothing is taboo. You can submit a question to be answered on future episodes by going to pleasuremechanics.com. And while you're there, please check out our complete suite of online multimedia courses designed to help you become a better lover and have the amazing sex life you deserve. And as a listener of Speaking of Sex, use the code SPEAKINGOFSEX for 20% off any course on the site. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to break out of ruts and masturbate with more creativity. Charlotte's going to get us started by reading a question submitted by a listener. Jill writes, I've been single for almost three years now. I try to keep my sex life alive with masturbation, but I'm getting bored and it is starting to feel like a chore. Any suggestions? Well, first of all, congratulations on keeping your sex life alive with masturbation. We feel like it is such an important part of life, whether you are single or in a relationship. We feel like it is important to keep masturbation as part of your life. Yeah, masturbation can be a really important laboratory to discover what your body likes, how it responds to different kinds of stimulation. You can use masturbation to explore your fantasies and your desires. And it's also just really fucking healthy. Masturbation is really a healthy practice that, you know, you can use to help you sleep better. It boosts your immune system. It lowers your stress response. And in general, you know, an orgasm a day keeps the doctor away. So if you are in a relationship or if you're single, masturbation can be a really great way to keep your sexual energy flowing and enjoy more orgasms. So we are advocates of masturbation for everyone and hopefully whether you're in a relationship or you're single, the advice we offer on this show about how to masturbate with more creativity and freedom will benefit everyone who's listening. The real issue for most people around masturbation is that habits become ruts. And partly this is because so many of us begin our masturbation life as teenagers or even younger. Right, or even younger, when we're in a family home and we're trying to touch ourselves really quickly, really quietly. We don't want anyone to find us. If they do, it could be a big disaster. There could be shaming. So we begin to create these habits under a situation of fear and shame. And then often we sort of never really get out of that because our body gets so used to that style of masturbation that we forget that so much more is possible. Yeah, it's really interesting. Even as adults, when many of us are enjoying a more free sex life and have overcome a lot of the shame and guilt about sexuality in general, a lot of people still masturbate with this cloud hanging over them of guilt and shame about it that makes them masturbate as quickly and as quietly and as functionally as possible. And sometimes even in relationships, we experience guilt over being discovered by our partner and we feel weird about masturbating while in a relationship. So you kind of jerk one off quickly in the shower or masturbate while your partner's out. And these kind of patterns can really limit how much pleasure we can give ourselves. 
So first, right off the bat, we're going to encourage everyone listening to start overcoming the shame about masturbation and embracing it as a healthy part of your sexual expression. And if you're in a relationship, have a conversation with your partner so you're both on the same page about how you feel about the other person masturbating or if there are any requests. You know, some people say masturbate all you want, but only while I'm out of the house or, you know, I'd love to watch you masturbate if I'm not in the mood for sex. Let's really share it with each other freely. You know, whatever the requests are, make sure you're on the same page so you don't have to feel guilty over it. And if you're single, stop thinking about masturbation as a replacement for sex in the meantime until you get a lover and thinking of it as like second rate to real sex with a real partner. You are a real person, so the sex you have with yourself counts as part of your sex life. And it can actually be really fulfilling and gratifying, and it doesn't have a lot of the complications that a relationship does. I think it's time we start thinking about masturbation as a healthy, beautiful expression of human sexuality without all of the juvenile crap that we put on ourselves about it. Lovely. But to do that, it takes declaring and choosing to treat masturbation as something that is valuable and not just functional. I really love thinking about it as a moment where we can be the best lover we can be to ourselves. And that begins to shift it and change it into something that has a lot more potential for incredible amounts of pleasure and exploration and curiosity. And do you think, Charlotte, that it's important to think about masturbation like a sexual relationship in a spectrum? So sometimes you're going to have quickies and have just a really quick functional orgasm to try to get to sleep. And other times you're going to take a whole evening and take yourself out on a date and romance yourself and give yourself tons of beautiful touch and that anywhere on that spectrum is okay and we should try it all. Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. No expectations every time you're having sort of a mammoth gourmet sexual experience, but that it's important to consider that we could include that once in a while and how much that opens up. Yes. Quickies are great. All, all, all pleasure is fabulous, so whatever works. But let's talk about how we can begin to expand these masturbation moments into more masturbation marathons. <laughs> the masturbation marathon. Sign up now. <laughs> we should sponsor that, Charlotte. <laughs> we should. So I think it's important to talk about kind of two aspects of masturbation. Because there's the psychological, emotional part of masturbation, and then there's the physical stimulation that you give to your body. And both are really important for crafting the sexual experience you're having. So first, let's quickly talk about the psychological, emotional part. A lot of women love using fantasy and visualization as part of their masturbation. And this is a really great way to tap into your erotic imagination and explore what turns you on. And so it's important to give yourself permission to fantasize wildly and without restraints. Fantasy is the realm where anything is possible, whereas desire is your craving for real life experience. 
And so in the realm of fantasy, there are no limitations. You can be an underwater mermaid seducing a sailor. You can be on the moon having, you know, sex with an alien. You can be ravished by a band of pirates. You know, whatever your fantasy is, make it bigger and go crazy with it and give yourself permission to fantasize about things that might even scare you a little bit because there's a lot of energy there and you might just discover huge levels of arousal because remember your fantasies do not reflect anything about who you are as a person, your moral aptitudes. You know, your fantasy life is that realm without repercussions. And just like you can go to a horror movie and experience the fantasy of death and violence and explosions, and that doesn't mean you want to experience that in real life, your erotic fantasy life is yours alone and can be whatever you want it to be. So give yourself permission to let your fantasies run wild and let that take you out of your masturbation rut. It's also important to remember that as an erotic being, you can create erotic goals for yourself. That isn't something that just has to live in relationship with another person. So begin to think about how you'd like to expand your erotic life. What is it that you want to explore a little bit more? Are there sexual skills that you want to develop a little bit more? Right, so it could be useful to set an erotic goal and then make that whole month of masturbation focused on exploring one specific goal. And around erotic goals, the easiest question to ask yourself is, what do I want to experience? So if you're having kind of the same orgasm night after night and doing it the same way, take a step back and think about what you want to experience sexually, and then you'll find ways to get there. So erotic goals are a really good way to focus your masturbation and give you something new to shoot for. They're not required, but they're a nice exercise to diversify your masturbation experience. So once you've given yourself permission to go crazy in your sexual fantasies, you're getting a little bit more input from erotic stories or photography, and you're starting to think about what specifically you want to experience in your masturbation life, now it's time to shake up your routine and try out a bunch of new ways of giving yourself new kinds of sensation so you can experience a wider range of arousal and pleasure. So here we're gonna do a kind of quick fire suggestions for all sorts of ways that you can change your physical experience of arousal during masturbation. Are you ready? <laughs> So one thing you can do is begin creating a whole erotic ritual around this for yourself, whether that is having a whole bath or shower and then including movement, dance, stretching, and then moving into full body massage. So part of what I think is so valuable about including dance or stretching into an evening where you're beginning to warm up to creating a sensual, sexual experience for yourself is you begin to get into this zone where you are focused on what feels good to your body. You're in your bedroom, you're in your living room, there's no one watching you. You focus entirely on what feels good. And even if that looks ridiculous, it really doesn't matter. It's about exploring 
without inhibition, what feels good in your body. If that is like wildly thrusting, if that's doing hip circles, if that is just stretching to music, put on something that sounds good, that sounds fun, that, that suits the mood you're in in that particular moment. And it's a practice that can happen at any different mood in any different moment. So whatever you need in that moment. And all of the things you're talking about, Charlotte, invite us to really focus on what we feel and this transition from the visual to the sensory and what our body is capable of feeling can be really healing and can help us overcome a lot of body shame and anxiety. You know, when you realize that dragging your fingers over the contours of your belly feels delicious, it helps you get over worrying about having a little extra jiggle there. Or when you like really deeply massage your butt muscles, it gives you a different relationship with your butt than the rest of your life when you're focused on how it looks in your genes, right? So really focusing on what your body feels like instead of what it looks like is an essential step to unlocking all of the pleasure that your body can offer you. And then when you're with a partner, you may be more free in sharing your body with your lover and opening up to their touch on every inch of your skin, and that can really change your sexual experience. So when we're talking about self-touch and self-massage, it is therapeutic on this very deep level of inviting you back into the pleasure of how your body feels as it's being touched and moved and stretched as it's dancing. And even if you just do this once a month, it will change your sexual experience forever. Amen. Yeah, I think shifting away from performance, I think especially in this porn inundated culture, we get so focused on how everyone looks and how people look sexually and to shift to how we feel, just the pleasure of how much we can feel is just invaluable. Once you're in the zone of actually masturbating and touching your own sexual system, you can start thinking about creating more sensations in a few different ways. How I tend to explore my sensation is by changing up how my body moves during masturbation. So I'm one of the women that for many years got stuck on the Hitachi magic wand, you know, lock and load kind of orgasm method. And after a while I got really bored with that and so for me it was really important to start changing how I let my body move during masturbation. So if you use a vibrator and we really encourage you to explore touching all parts of your sexual system with your fingers and seeing how much sensation you can create there, but if you do use a vibrator change how you use it. So a few suggestions here, hold it away from your body and move your hips into it. So you have to kind of work for that stimulation or put your vibrator on a pillow, straddle the pillow and move your hips to kind of grind into it and see how much sensation you can create that way. If you change how your body moves, you change the sensation available to you and whole new realms of pleasure unlock. So give yourself permission to move into touch, move into sensation, get your hips moving and see what happens. For a lot of people, they report that when you move your hips, it starts shooting sensation up your spine and spreading it out into a more full body orgasmic potential. 
I think this what this speaks to is exploring a lot of different erotic energies in your masturbation. Mm -hmm. So we talk about erotic energy with a partner and, you know, those intentions and motivations that fuel your erotic experience. But what about bringing different erotic energies into your masturbation life? And some nights being, you know, peaceful and meditative and almost, you know, tranquil as you come and reflecting on your life's desires as you have an orgasm. And other nights putting on really bass thump and music and acting like a wild animal. You know, do you give yourself permission to have that range of experiences in your solo sex life? Most of us don't. We get stuck in one way. And when you can break out of that, and what's great about this is you don't have to worry about being embarrassed because you're the only one there. And when you discover these different parts of you in your masturbation life, you might feel much more free, again, to bring that into your partnered sex life. So this could even just be exploring different genres of music, because I really think music and different rhythms wakes up different parts of us. And masturbating to a beautiful classical cello quartet are there cello quartets? <laughs> I don't know. A cello solo that might be very emotional. And, you know, this is another whole energy to explore is crying during masturbation. If you're dealing with grief or struggle in your life, masturbation can be a really good way to have a really good crygasm and get some of that emotion out. And that might be prompted if you listen to really beautiful cello music versus like really awesome dance music that might make you feel really energized versus drumming. You know, it's like if you explore different genres of music, you might find different parts of yourself coming out. And while we're on the subject of music and sound, I really want to encourage you to make more noise as you masturbate and free your voice. A lot of us try to be really quiet when we masturbate. And again, this goes back to childhood patterns of trying to be quiet and not get discovered. So give yourself permission to make more noise. And the easiest way to do this is to make a sound on each exhale. And then from there, take it into making more noise in general, talking dirty to yourself, even just moans and groans can feel really good and change the sensations you're experiencing in your body. So make a lot of noise, see how that feels. And even give yourself permission to like growl and grunt and make animal noises. Explore the ranges of who you are as a sexual being. And also notice when you feel embarrassment. Because you were saying earlier, like, you don't have to feel embarrassment because everyone, there's no one else around. But we do. We have this really intense internalized idea of what's okay and what's not okay. So just notice that. Notice when you feel shame or like, oh, I don't want to do that. That feels embarrassing. And then just breathe into it and... It, explore and expand into it. It's a great way and play safe place to begin expanding your sense of ownership over your erotic being. So use it as a laboratory to bust through your own shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a friend who dresses up for masturbation. She puts on heels, little cheerleading outfits, wigs, and then watches herself in front of the mirror masturbating. And for her, it's this whole fun experience of dressing up for herself. She was like, if I wanted to be having sex with someone, I would want to be having sex with myself. I would be the kind of woman I would want to fuck. Bless her. And so she just, I mean, I just, I'm so inspired by her. Um, so remember that you can dress up for yourself and 
that it's an interesting idea to consider watching yourself in a mirror. That's a whole other experience. So you can just keep expanding your sexual encounters with yourself. They really are only limited by your imagination. And a whole nother realm that we haven't talked a lot about is sex toys. There are a huge range of sex toys on the market that will help you create different kinds of stimulation. And any sex toy you can use with a partner, you can use with yourself, maybe except for handcuffs. But... <laughs> But think about using vibrators, but also look into anal toys. Butt plugs can feel really amazing if you insert a butt plug and then stimulate your clitoris. Um, nipple clamps can be used alone. You can kind of tug on the chain of nipple clamps to stimulate both of your nipples at once. Uh, certain BDSM toys can be used on your own skin to create rougher sensations. Explore the range of sex toys and start diversifying the kind of sensation you're giving your body and expanding what kinds of sensation you find arousing. So we think that sex toys have a role in masturbation, of course, and in, in sex lives in general. We do often think that touching yourself with your fingers is one of the best possible ways that you can be giving yourself pleasure. Another piece of advice we want to offer you is to breathe deeply during arousal. Erotic breath work is one of the most powerful tools available to us and one of the most underestimated. So try this experiment. Next time you're masturbating, however you want to do it, simply breathe more fully and more deeply and see what happens. With 10 to 12 big, full, deep breaths, you will notice a shift in your sensations and in your consciousness. And there's a reason that every spiritual tradition around the world uses breath work, uses combination of breath and movement to explore human consciousness. It changes everything. And again, if you get used to this in your masturbation practice, you'll be able to do it more easily with a lover and feel way more arousal and have more powerful orgasms. Oh yeah. Breath work. <laughs> it is fantabulous. Such a key. <laughs> And speaking of breathing and spiritual practices, we want to leave you with a suggestion that's a little edgy and perhaps maybe a little surprising to you, but that's that you can use your masturbation as a form of spiritual practice and prayer. If you're inclined this way at all, you can devote your whole masturbation practice to connecting with the divine however you name that or see that and that can look and feel all sorts of ways whatever feels right to you but just know that that is an option so when we say prayer this can be a very focused spiritual devotion saying you know god lord allah whoever you pray to Thank you for this body. Thank you for my life. Thank you for the pleasure I am able to feel. May this pleasure serve you. That's kind of a very basic form of masturbation as prayer, is just being thankful for the body you're in, for the pleasure you're able to feel, and asking that the energy that you create through masturbation serves your creator in turn. And this is a way of really untangling the shame about masturbation that a lot of our religious traditions give us is by recognizing that our bodies are built for pleasure. Whoever the creator is 
created these bodies as sexual bodies and really reclaiming that connection and celebrating the pleasure in your body as a spiritual gift. Another form of masturbation as prayer is setting intentions for your masturbation. So you might say, you know, my friend who is suffering, may their suffering be alleviated and I'm devoting my masturbation and the pleasure I'm generating towards the alleviation of their suffering or celebrate something beautiful that happened in your life by masturbating and focusing on it. You can also choose to manifest things in your life through masturbation by setting an intention. You know, if you really want to get a job, if you're trying to solve a creative problem, if you're trying to solve a scientific query, um, whatever is going on in your life, you can kind of focus on that as you masturbate. And a lot of people report breakthroughs and discoveries and aha moments in the height of their orgasmic bliss. And so you can use all of these different ways of setting intention to start tapping into the spiritual side of sexual pleasure and experiencing your masturbation as connected to the greater whole, to the greater universe, and as part of your spiritual practice. Beautifully said. So whether you're single or in a relationship, how you masturbate can be a really key component to your sexual fulfillment in life. So we really want to invite you to masturbate with a lot more love for yourself, respect for yourself, creativity, and freedom to expand your sexual experience as a human being. We've covered a lot of techniques in this podcast from simple things like moving your hips more to much more advanced techniques like using masturbation as prayer and everything in between. And we encourage you to try them all out. The good news is you have a whole lifetime to explore and see what works for you. Masturbation is an amazing laboratory where you can get to know yourself as a sexual being. And anything you learn in the masturbation laboratory will vastly improve sex you have with another person. As you explore, if you have any questions about your sexual experience, remember that we offer free personalized sex advice over at pleasuremechanics.com and you can ask us anything and we'll get back to you. And we may even cover your question on a future episode of Speaking of Sex. If you like this podcast, please think about subscribing on iTunes so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, leave us a rating or a review. That really helps us out in getting the word out and helping other people discover this so we can all live in a more pleasurable sexual culture together. And that, after all, is the goal. You can also subscribe to our free weekly newsletter for weekly sex advice, exclusive giveaways, and more. I'm Charlotte. I'm Chris. We're the Pleasure Mechanics, wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. Cheers.